Hello, friends. Thanks for coming back to another episode of Tuesday Tea. Very Merry Christmas to you all if you celebrate the holiday. And I can't believe that next year is already going to be 2023. We're just days away. And in thinking about the new year with this theme, right, this theme of needing to rest and wanting to rest and encouraging my team to rest, it made me think about other leaders, really impactful leaders, leaders that I look up to, and the habits of these effective leaders. So as much as I'm encouraging everyone to rest, I still say that it's important to, of course, think about the future. We have to think about what's coming next. So hopefully you're going to learn a lot in this episode. So before we dive into talking about the habits of effective leaders, let's start with a quote and Zig Ziglar said it so good. You were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. So highly effective leaders understand that success is a process. To cultivate our success, we must develop habits that support our overall well-being and reputation. For some, it may take years to find a routine that fits well into your lifestyle. Throughout my years of consulting business owners, I've seen a commonality between leaders and their professional routines, such as making health a priority, daily reading, selecting what outfits they would wear for the week, or planning what the next day would look like the night before. While keeping a simple and realistic daily routine is good, let's think a bit more big picture about the five habits effective leaders embrace. Number one, be proactive, not reactive. A proactive leader doesn't wait for someone else's permission to succeed. An effective leader has the habit of living by the values they have created for themselves while keeping their sights set on their goals. By being proactive, you don't allow your emotions to control your actions or decisions. You don't shift blame for uncomfortable circumstances or conditions. You own the fact that this is your life and it's up to you to make your dreams become a reality. By being proactive, you choose to actively participate instead of just observe. You stay consistent and focus on what you can control. You may also want to surround yourself with other motivated individuals. Okay, true confession time. For myself and my leadership style, it has taken significant effort and years for me to embrace and implement the get after it mindset. I have always been one to watch from the sidelines. In the beginning stages of building Sweetie Marketing, I always waited and made the best possible informed calculated decisions and would only jump on an opportunity when it looked safe. I never wanted to look stupid in front of my peers or God forbid, make yet another mistake. However, you know, I soon realized that I was on this merry-go-round to nowhere. Same thing day in, day out with limited growth. I saw the risks my peers were taking and how they were picking themselves up off the ground when they got flattened by critics or naysayers. I admired their risk-taking, rise and grind, hustle all day attitudes, and I wanted to be part of it. Now, listen, I'm not saying you should jump off the cliff without peeking over the edge first, okay? You want to make sure your support system is in place with people who can advise you properly when making proactive choices, but you need to take action if you want to succeed. When making important decisions or planning my next business strategy, I often have to let people know I'm not asking for their opinion. 
In turn, I do my best to ask others if they would like my opinion before just offering it. Far too often, I've found other business owners get stuck in the opinions of others. Does this sound familiar? Okay, so number two. Number two on my list here of habits of effective leaders. Embrace uncertainty, not security. Effective leaders have the habit of pushing outside their comfort zones. Sometimes we have to force ourselves to do this. It may seem simple, but for many, it's not easy. Effective leaders continue taking necessary risks and look forward to challenges. In order to gain large rewards, at times we must take large risks. An effective leader will understand that becoming uncomfortable and feeling anxious at times are all parts of the journey to great success. You can embrace uncertainty by staying flexible. Be open to change and adapt when necessary. Understand that as much as you want to, you can't control everything. Trust me, I've tried. (laughs) Okay, take a page out of my book here. You cannot control every little thing. And most importantly, you will want to take action when you see the opportunity to make healthy changes. Now, my clients, especially those who have been in business for over a decade, all love the feeling of their, as I like to call, comfort bubble. A comfort bubble is when a business owner essentially gives up on going after new customers. The it is what it is mindset totally takes over and the slow decline to retirement or closing up shops sets in. I'm always encouraging my clients to shake things up a bit, make things uncomfortable, try new things, take risks, the ones that you've always dreamt about. Why? Because why not? The phrase, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, is the lazy business owner's way of saying they have given up on innovating and growing. Don't be a lazy business owner, all right? All right, number three on my list here, surround yourself with success. Find those people who are, quite frankly, smarter than you. Hate to break it to you, right? There's always going to be those people who are just smarter than us and thank the good Lord for it. The most successful people in the world continue to seek mentors to model. They continue to learn from experts and ask advice. The best leaders are humble and don't pretend they know something they don't. They consistently ask questions and keep an open mind to new opportunities. Once we think we're the best, the opportunity for growth slams the door in our face. So stay open to new understandings and possibilities. Never let arrogance get in the way of progress. I'm not about to pretend like I have all the answers. I have so much more to learn in this industry, and I'm humbled by all the other great leaders and business owners who care enough to share their tips and experiences and expertise with me so that I may continue on my own journey to be the best leader I can be, right alongside of all of you. I have to remind myself every day to seek more information and to connect with those who are smarter than I am. It's not to say that I'm not intelligent, just as you are very intelligent. I mean, you're listening to this podcast after all. (laughs) But in all seriousness, there's always more to learn. And every day I'm excited for the opportunity to put something new on my tool belt. And I encourage you to do the same. Number four on my list of habits of effective leaders, begin with the end in mind. You may have heard this phrase, so let's break it down, all right? For many of us, we work hard to support ourselves and our loved ones, and perhaps you have life insurance. You've planned for retirement and have worked really hard to save as much extra cash as possible. 
You've done exactly what society has deemed important and valuable. For the first half of our lives, we work and grind away. But are you holding on to those relationships that matter most to you? It's morbid, okay? But for a moment, let's think about when you're going to be on your deathbed. Will you be happy with who's around you? Now, okay, let's think about your funeral. Who's in attendance? Or even more telling, who's not? The habits you take on today will not only affect tomorrow, but will all add up to your final breath here on earth. When you make decisions and develop habits, whether you believe them to be big or small, healthy or unhealthy, be thinking ahead and ask yourself, will this decision or habit serve me in the long run? So here's an exercise that I will often suggest to my clients. They stare at me blankly, not realizing that I'm talking about life and death. Their minds wander on how their clients will see their brand or how someone will pay for the service that they have received. And when I make it clear that I'm quite literally talking about their deathbed, it hits home. The reality is that one day we will all perish. We will all want to leave a legacy behind. How do you plan to leave your mark on this world? Have you thought about the choices you need to make in order to live the most abundant, joyous life possible? Moving on, number five, be quick to listen and slow to speak. Some might call it seek to understand and then to be understood. Everyone on earth wants to be heard. And when someone takes the time to truly listen, not just hear you, but really listen, you feel valued and the conversation becomes more meaningful. When we listen to someone with the intention of only hearing the other person so we can reply or turn the conversation back towards ourselves, this is problematic. Great leaders make a habit to listen, then carefully and intentionally craft their response. Rather than defaulting to the usual passive responses, yeah, sure, okay, in regular conversations, you may selectively hear only certain parts of the conversation and focus on some keywords being said, but completely miss the meaning of what the person was trying to say. Effective leaders will communicate in a way which allows each person on their team to be heard. If an agreement on a topic of conversation needs to be met, the leader will design an agreement that will honor both ideas to create a win-win, all by intentionally listening and taking the appropriate time to respond. Being able to be quick to listen and slow to speak has served me in every aspect of my personal leadership journey. When I first started Sweetie Marketing, I was hired by a gentleman named Steve. He was the nicest guy that I had ever met, but the kind of guy who, quite frankly, loved to hear himself talk. He hired me for ongoing big picture marketing strategy sessions and spent the majority of the time nervously talking without asking me any questions at all. I finally stopped him one day and told him to take a deep breath and to just listen to me for a moment without focusing on his response. He looked at me puzzled and I told him that I hear every word he's saying, but I didn't believe that he knew what he was saying. Try being quick to listen and slow to speak, I said. Gather your thoughts before outside processing. He sat there for a moment and then burst into tears. I, of course, was a little shocked and worried and concerned that I might have been a bit harsh. But he took a moment to gather his thoughts and he slowly said, thank you. No one has ever really wanted to hear me before. You guys, this was 12 years ago and Steve and I still talk from time to time today. 
he always reminds me of how the phrase stays with him, a mantra, if you will, a kind of reminder to slow down and choose your words wisely, because there are those individuals out there who we will want to hear every single word. So make them count. Okay. Now, this is one of my most favorite things as we move into talking about the importance of working on the business rather than staying stuck in the business. In addition to establishing the habits that I've talked about here in your life and your work as a business owner, I encourage you to remember your role as a leader. You should not get in the habit of focusing on the day-to-day operations of the business. And I know that might sound a little counterintuitive, but it's important to get in the habit of delegating effectively. And it's a true art. You might find that you're working far too much in the business and not enough on the business for continued growth. Rather than the day-to-day tasks, you should focus on these five things. All right, pen and paper out. Here we go, everyone. Number one, make sure you understand your numbers because I'll tell you, they don't lie provided you have a good bookkeeper. (laughs) Number two, delegating tasks appropriately. Number three, communicating consistently with your managers and other executives, making sure operations are running smoothly while continuing to ask them if they need anything to drive further success. Number four, be looking ahead for what's going to happen next quarter. Do you own a seasonal business? Do you anticipate weather? If so, how will you adjust accordingly so that the business is still profitable? And number five, checking in with customers. And this might sound a little foreign, but I'm telling you, it's pretty important. How is what you're doing translating to your customers? This is about making sure your company's brand message, promise, or mission statement is appropriately translating down the chain of command and getting to your customers. This is especially important with brick and mortar businesses. Be the leader and keep your team strong. Leave the daily operations to your operations managers. You can continue to work on your business and create pathways toward revenue streams, all while keeping a close eye on your ship to be sure everyone is working as a team. The core aspects of leadership stem from a set of habits that lead to success by focusing our daily thoughts on actions on effective strategies, such as listening, goal setting, and adapting to change. So what leadership habits have you already established? What habits can you change to become a more effective leader? And in what ways can you delegate and focus on the big picture of your business? That is it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. And I hope that you're going to take at least an ounce of this information and put it into your business. Take action. Run with it. I'm giving it to you. Take what I have learned. Make it your own. As always, you can connect with me on Instagram at Dominica Lumazar. I'd love to meet you guys. And I will chat with you next week in the new year. Bye for now.